I was reading uh, this past week, uh, just flipping through news articles, kind of skimming through, and I saw uh, a title to an article that really caught my attention, and it said, Cure for Leukemia. And I thought, well, I didn't know there was a cure for leukemia. Certainly that would be a great thing. So I clicked on it and read it, and it was uh, talking about a new medical breakthrough that they've had with leukemia, as well as many other kinds of cancers. But in this particular study, uh, there were at least two in the study uh, who had uh, participated in a new kind of treatment that had been completely healed of their leukemia, that after 10 years, it had not shown back up. And so these two people were really excited, but also others in the study had a, a glimmer of hope. And certainly the, the doctors and uh, the researchers and others were feeling pretty good about that as well. There's something powerful and wonderful about a medical breakthrough when healing can really take place. And as I read our gospel text uh, for this morning uh, about the people who came out to be healed by Jesus, I can just begin to imagine the feeling that they had as they realized that they had been healed, that something had changed in their lives, that they were not like they were before when they walked out there to hear Jesus speak. That something amazing had really happened. As we hear about them and about their need for healing, certainly today we can reflect on our own need for healing right? That we all have that need. And we can discover that Jesus can do something about it. So I want us to, to look through here again and just kind of think about uh, all of this. And uh, to begin just by thinking of our own need for healing. Chances are this morning you woke up uh, with maybe some kind of ailment whether it's in your body or in your mind, in your soul, wherever it is. But because you are human, and last time I checked, we're all still human, right? We don't have any robots here, do we? Bill? Pass the test. Pass the test. He, he clicked all the circles and uh, got all that done. Okay. But as, as we think about this, we all have a need for healing. Uh, as we see here in the Gospel text, uh, they had come to hear Him and to be healed of their diseases. So chances are, in their village, wherever they were, they had heard a little bit about Jesus. Somebody had come down you know, the street to them and told them, hey, there's this guy, Jesus, and He's doing these really incredible things. He's healing people. He's turning water into wine. He's casting out demons, all this stuff. So let's go hear Him. He's going to be out there. Uh, out on the plain, and so let's go out and let's hear it. And let's get our diseases healed. And so they went out there to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. And we hear that they not only had physical ailments, but uh, also unclean spirits, Luke tells us. And this could have been a lot of different things. It could have been spiritual torment. Uh, and we see that Luke tells us about demon possession and other things. Uh, and sometimes they thought when someone had uh, a mental illness that that was a demon. 
And so they certainly didn't understand science like we understand it today. So it could have been a lot of things, but uh, Luke tells us that they uh, had unclean spirits and that they needed restoration. And I think Luke is also telling us something about Israel, that Israel was in need of getting back in step with God. And they not only needed political restoration from the Roman government, but they needed this restoration spiritually as well. And I think Jesus would say, really, those two things go together. And we can understand uh, the, the need that they had for healing. Certainly, they were frail and aware of their own fragility. Uh, I read a, uh, I, I don't know if you're a fan of Michael Crichton uh, books, but in his book, Sphere, there is a great quote um, that I highlighted about uh, frailty. And this is what he wrote. And I think the answer is that we are, in reality, terribly frail animals. And we don't like to be reminded of how frail we are. How delicate the balances are inside our own bodies. How short our stay on earth. And how easily it is ended. I wonder this morning, are you aware of your frailty? I mean, the pandemic has certainly reminded us of that, hasn't it? Uh, With so many, a million that that have died because of COVID-19. And uh, I was just hearing the report this past week about Bob Saget. Did you see, uh, of course, you were probably aware that he died recently and they uh, finally determined what the cause of death was. Uh, that he had hit his head, the back of his head, maybe he had fallen or uh, hit it on the, uh, the bed uh, headboard or maybe on a cabinet or something. We don't really know. The scientists uh, don't know. But they know that he hit his head and that he had uh, uh, brain trauma from that, bleeding in his brain and the pressure. And so that is what ended his life. As he went to bed that night, he had no idea that anything was going on uh, inside of his head. And uh, it reminds reminds me that we are uh, very much frail creatures. We have a need for healing. I wonder today, uh, in what ways are you in need of healing in your body? Maybe it is cancer or We heard earlier about uh, Odessa and going to uh, dialysis. And I know a number of of our church members uh, go to dialysis uh, several times a week. Uh, Maybe it is uh, something else that you've been dealing with. And maybe you haven't told anybody else about it. Maybe it's just between you and God, and that's okay. But chances are you are aware of healing and the need for healing in your body but also in your soul. Where in your soul are you in need of healing this morning? Maybe you can relate to this whole unclean spirit part. Maybe there's just something that's not right within your soul and you are longing to have that fixed. You are in need of that. And maybe it's something else. Maybe it's related to your own mental health. All of us are struggling these days. Again, because of the last two years of our existence with COVID-19 and the the challenges that brings to us, the anxiety and uh, 
are, the counselors, psychiatrists, and others are telling us that they are seeing more anxiety-related uh, diseases and illnesses than ever before. We all have this sense of PTSD. We don't know what the next strain is going to be or what life is going to be like in the future. And so we are aware of our need for help. Maybe it's pressures put on at work or by a family member. Or maybe it's how someone has hurt you. It not only affects your body, but it affects your soul as well. We are indeed in need of healing. But we're also... uh, needing to be aware of our source for healing. Not just our need, but our source. Uh, The people that were going out to uh, hear Jesus uh, found their source. And as Luke says, and I don't know why my slides are not connecting anymore, but y'all haven't been looking at my beautiful pictures. Um, I don't know what's happened. Let me check on this and see. got a mind of its own. We are not going to continue to sing that for the rest of the service, although it is a, uh, a, great, uh, a great song. Well, what I was going to show you was uh, the verse there, just talking about how they went out and they got in touch with the healing power of Jesus. They found their source and uh, their, their illnesses were healed, according to Luke. That all of them there that day, all of them that interacted with Jesus were healed of their diseases. And they found their source. Uh, people look for sources of heal- for healing in all kinds of places, don't they? Um, we've heard a lot about snake oil in the last couple of years. And it reminds us of you know, people back uh, in pioneer days that would uh, sell their snake oil. And, and they would tell how it would... Uh, heal people of whatever diseases or ailments that they had. And uh, there was a lot of fraud that was going on with that. It was somebody who would just uh, mix something in a jar and sell it. And people would be so desperate to be healed that they would take it and drink it. And sometimes it would cause blindness or whatever. Uh, Probably a lot of alcohol in there. Uh, But it was all a scam. And that people were willing to buy it. And put it into their bodies. And the same thing is true, uh, you know, here in the last couple of years, people drinking bleach or ivermectin, which is horse dewormer or all kinds of things people were trying to do. Instead of taking uh, a wonderful source that was right in front of them. And I think back in, in the day of Jesus, there were people who were looking for sources of healing in all kinds of places. And they weren't finding it there. Their healing was not taking place until they got to Jesus. And the same thing is true for us today as well. That we need to connect with this source of healing. Jesus Himself is our source. And I wonder this morning, have we done that? Have you found Jesus to be your source of healing? And yes, it's okay to go to nurses, Uh, doctors, to go to the clinic, wherever you need to go, because God uses those to heal people. But have you found Jesus to be your ultimate source for healing? Have you looked elsewhere? 
Sometimes we are so self-sufficient that we don't think we need anybody's help. We don't need Jesus to help us. Or maybe we just don't believe He can help us any longer. But what I want to say to you today is that Jesus is your source. Jesus is available to you just like He was available to all those people that started flocking there and, and building that crowd around Him. He is available to you today. And I hope that you are turning to Him as your source. Well, finally, we have uh, another factor here, and that is our involvement for healing. The people were involved in their own healing. Think about it. Luke tells us, if you look back here at the Scripture, he tells us that they went out to where Jesus was. So that's taking some steps. They could have just said to their neighbor who was inviting them to go hear Jesus to say, you know what, I, I don't, I'm just going to stay here on my couch. I'm just going to kick back and uh, I don't really need to do all of that. I, you know, maybe I don't believe in that or whatever. I'm just going to stay here. But no, they went out. But also hearing, they heard Jesus. They didn't tune Jesus out. They pressed in to be able to hear what Jesus was saying. And then they touched him. All these people were touching Jesus. They were trying to get close to him. And as they touched him, they were discovering that power was coming out from him. All this power, and, and the word there is dynamis, like dynamite, right? Not the destructive kind, but this power that is coming from Jesus and healing people. They were involved in getting healed. There is a new trend in healthcare these days uh, where doctors have gotten really frustrated with. Uh, patients who were not very compliant. Uh, they weren't taking the medicine that they were to be taking and they were not following the instructions on the, uh, the, the plan of care. And so they've done a lot of work and maybe you've experienced this if you've been to the doctor lately where they really try to get you to be proactive with your health. It's called patient engagement. And they are looking for ways to get patients engaged whether it's through physical therapy um, or doing particular things at home, uh, but getting them engaged. And they found if they can get patients engaged, then they are going to heal so much faster. And, uh, and, and they will find that their uh, medications and other things are so much more effective when they are participating in that. The same is true with us today, that we are to be involved in our healing. We are to be patients who are engaged with the medicine, engaged with the therapy that Jesus gives to us. And we do that by going to Jesus. As you think about this next week, in what ways will you go to Jesus? In what ways will you get connected with Him in the morning when you wake up? Or the next day? Where will you find Jesus in the midst of your activities in your day? But also by hearing Jesus. It is so important for you to stay in Scripture every day. Whether you hear it, maybe in an audio version, or you're reading it every day, to find ways that you are hearing the words 
of Jesus. Throughout my life, I, I've, I can't remember a time when I wasn't around the words of Jesus in some way. Now, sometimes in my life, I've tried to tune them out. But I can't remember a time when I didn't have some access to them. And we have that all around us. The words of Jesus. Just open a Bible and read. But also touching Jesus. In what ways will you touch Jesus this week? In what ways will you allow Him to touch you? To allow His power to flow into your life. Well, there's so many ways that we can do that. Ways that we can be healed. I loved the words uh, in the hymn that we sang earlier. I know the Lord has His hands on me. In the, in the final uh, verse of that, these are, are the words. My Lord has done just what He said. I know the Lord has laid His hands on me. He's healed the sick and raised the dead. I know the Lord has laid His hands on me. As you go from this place today, may you know that the Lord has laid His hands on you. Let us pray.